Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Thank you very much, Sean. I'm Cam Stewart. Last hour here, fan weekend fantasy sports update. I am Cam Stewart along with my buddy George Kurtz. Long Island Rage. We're talking NFL draft right now. We'll also in the next uh, hour give you guys some picks too. We got some uh, NHL picks for you too. Might have a college basketball pick, a couple other things, some golf matchup bets as well. Final round of the Honda underway right now. And crazy things are happening. Ryan Palmer, six under through 11 holes now in second place, making a huge run. As we talked about off the top of the show, VJ Singh trying to become the oldest golfer to win on the PGA Tour at 56. He tees off in about uh, 30 minutes' time. He is six under, one shot off Wyndham Clark's lead. So this should be a great day today, George. We're talking football and, uh, yeah, lots of weird stuff going on with Josh Rosen. And I don't think uh, it's just a a one-team destination talking about skins. I believe a lot of teams, a lot of teams are going to be in the mix for this guy and uh, maybe a couple mystery teams as well. What's your take? Oh, I would agree. Once again, second-year quarterback. Uh, I'm not going to judge him harshly off last year. I mean, he, he didn't have much around him. That that was a bad t- offensive line's bad. It was really only Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, a little bit of David Johnson there, but there's not a lot of weapons there. So I'm not saying uh, I'll grade on a curve last year as far as Rosen. I think he'll be a uh, a fine NFL quarterback. I'm not going to go any, any higher than fine. We haven't seen enough yet. But there'll be teams involved, involved absolutely, that would be interested. You know, I mentioned Jacksonville if they lose out on Foles. Washington would certainly be in there. Denver, <laughs> could Elway go for number seven? You know, give a shot at Denver here. How about Miami? You know, I truly do believe they're playing for next year's quarterback class, but they may not have expected Rosen to be available this year. So could they be interested in giving up number 13? You know, after that, it gets a little bit dicier because now you're talking into the high high picks in the first round. These teams don't need a quarterback. So I don't know if anybody will be there. I'm looking at any of these teams. I guess the Raiders, 24, 27, maybe, but... This would seem doubtful to me that they would do that. So I think it has to be one of those teams in the top half of the draft. The thing is there, George, um, I got to tell you, it's what you talked about before. Think about this. You talk about a receiver, Antonio Brown, going to the New England Patriots. Tom Brady's not, uh, he's, he's not a young man. He's a prototypical Ooh. type of quarterback. Ooh. I think Josh Rosen to the Patriots makes so much sense that uh, it's actually, think about it. You talk about draft picks, whatever the Patriots, this is the thing about the Patriots, why I hate them even more. They hold all the cards. You talk about your poker game. They could do whatever they want if they really want Brown. They could put a package together for Rosen. They have the picks. Trust me, Tom Brady, they got rid of Garoppolo. And I'll tell you, who's their, who's, who's their backup now? Uh, that kid uh, from Michigan State, Hoyer? He, he's not a starting quarterback in the National Football League. No, he's a backup quarterback. No. We all know that. He, he Hoyer, you are a backup. Yeah, you're a backup. Serviceable backup. Josh Rosen, in my opinion, still a starter. Watch out. This is what what's going to happen. We talk about drama. We talk about things happening. Watch the dominoes fall. I don't think if I can make a futures bet as a pooch, I'd take New England. All right. Once again, I'll play devil's advocate here. Uh, one of the reasons they traded Garoppolo is because Tom Brady had a hissy fit. All right? He had a hissy fit about Garoppolo yeah, being but, there. Yeah, but, but George, he's, he's not, he can't quarterback forever. I agree. Well, Brady, should not have, year. <laughs> Brady should not have had a hissy fit, but he did. 
So yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, so I don't know. Who's going to play That'll quarterback be... after him, though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to eventually, like, not this year, this year or next year, you have to get a quarterback. Tom Brady, I get it. Like, he drank from the fountain of youth. Well, what's Brady saying? Don't ever get get a quarterback. I'm always going to be the guy. No, the organization's got to think about what we're, what we, uh, what they got to do. I know you don't want to piss off TB, but come on, guys. Like, they, they, they need to do something here, George. Like, you can't just say, hey, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Like, the next hit, he might be done. Like, they got to get somebody. I think from a football-wise, I don't think there's any doubt. Belichick-wise, I think agrees with you completely. But it's Brady and Kraft that don't. Because Kraft was in on that training with Garoppolo Yeah, as well. I know. I know. You know, so that that's my only thing there. Granted, Kraft may have other issues here. He may be suspended anyway, where it may not matter. Technically, yeah. technically <laughs> may not matter. Uh, so it makes you, you wonder there. But uh, I think it makes sense. You already said it. They have the ammunition. They have the picks. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say this as well. Another thing, uh, once again, devil's advocate. You know, you, you want to make another run here. Do you want to spend a pick on a player you you don't you hope you don't need this year? Or do you want that pick to be at a position of need? You know, it would be offensive line, defensive line, whatever it might be for the Patriots at 32. That would be something else I might think of. I might say here in regards to that. But I think Rosen going to New England does make sense. Oh, I I think I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Like people are just gonna assume, yeah, no Redskins or other teams. Yeah, the Redskins have expressed interest. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean he's gonna go there. Uh, Antonio Brown expressed interest in San Francisco. John Lynch is like, really? Uh, no, okay, <laughs> we're not one of those teams. So thanks you know for I mean? no thanks. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these things are reports, but I think the Patriots in play. I think a lot of teams are in play. To your point, Miami's probably in play. Jacksonville's in play. The Raiders are in play. The Bengals are like, you know what I mean? It's going to be wild. Like, that's the thing about this draft. It's going to be real kooky. The Redskins need a lot. The thing about them is, though, they need a lot of help. You said it like receiver, quarterback. Oh, man. You you almost feel like I feel so bad for Alex Smith. He was a good quarterback, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's a, I think, not a real fantasy guy, but a reality guy, a winner. He does enough. You'd, you'd want the stats to be good. But remember him with those San Francisco teams, too, their uh, George, NFC Championship game? Alex Smith kind of gets a bad rap because he's not a real fantasy numbers guy. He's just a winner. He's better than giving credit for it. I mean, he was a game manager guy who at times was afraid to throw the ball down the field. But that may have been also because he didn't have downfield weapons. You know, so uh, maybe he deserves a break there. Uh, he's certainly a guy who could... Uh, He's not sexy. I think that's the problem as well. You mentioned no fantasy numbers, which is part of the sexiness. Uh, just not sexy. You hard to sell somebody like that. So, but he was certainly a better quarterback than giving credit for. I would I would agree with you there. Uh, tough rap. I know. Listen, I I hope his career is not over. After the you know that gruesome leg injury he suffered there. But if I'm Alex Smith, you know you've made your money here. You know maybe yeah. you want to uh, maybe you want to leave it your health. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing too. Like all, all, all the injuries, and you, you feel bad. You feel bad for the guy. You're right. You, you, you don't want things to get any, any worse. It's gonna be wild there, George. I, the thing is, I don't know where this, uh, the Jacksonville, like, the Jacksonville Jaguars are intriguing to me personally. I, I think we, we might disagree on one thing. I think, I still think Haskins will be available at six for the Giants. I don't think, I don't think the Raiders will pick him. I don't think I, I don't think any team. Well, obviously a team could trade up. We don't know what Tampa Bay is going to do with Winston, but I, I really believe I believe Haskins will be available free for the Giants to pick at six. That's uh, I, I don't think another don't. team is going to do anything. You don't. History of the NFL says it won't. Late, 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 quarterbacks go early. He's not the sixth overall player. Don't get me wrong. I'm not no. saying that that he's the sixth best player. It's just NFL quarterback driven league. I think he's going three. I obviously I don't think it'll be to the Jets. I think that's where he slots in. That's where that's where somebody trades. And what up team? To. What team moves there? Jacksonville? No, because I think Jacksonville does that. Denver. I think Denver's an option. I think Washington would sell their souls because they. Uh, I think Washington looks at this as, uh, in two reasons. Uh, when you look at Washington, assuming once again uh, Jacksonville gets Nick Foles, you know Denver, Denver doesn't want to do anything, and Washington's looking at it like, okay, Cowboys got Dak Prescott. They're going to sign him long term. Uh, Philadelphia's got Carson Wentz. They're going to sell, sell, sign him long-term. We don't have a quarterback. If we don't do this, the Giants get their quarterback. We're now screwed. Yeah, it's Daniel Snyder. Not afraid to do stupid things. He's done it in the past. We're RG3. 
I think he's the one who would give the uh, the Jets what they want. Next, this year's number one, next year's number one, and you know whatever uh, two other picks, second round this year, maybe a third round next year, something along those lines. I think they would be a team that would do it. I don't think you'll see uh, teams that you know Cincinnati. I think they need a quarterback, but I don't think they'll do it. Uh, I don't think Miami does it. I think Miami's playing for next year's draft class that they believe a 2020 class is uh, would be what they're playing for here. And after that, like I said, you don't, I don't think you have any other teams to worry about. Uh, Denver would be the other option, though, by the way. I don't if think Elway does want to trade up. I, I don't know if Elway is going to do it. I don't, I, I don't know if Elway is going to draft Haskins. I, I, and if I I'm the Giants, know. maybe I do it. Maybe I'm the one. I trade with the Jets at three to make sure I get them, if you believe. But I don't know if Gettleman's going to do it because I don't know if Gettleman is truly sold on Haskins. Yeah, I. I he seems to be a very tough judge. A tough judge of quarterbacks. Yeah, the thing about Haskins too, I know it's just the combine. It's not really about his foot speed. Like he 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 can get away from it. Like he's he he reminds me a lot of Big Ben. He's a little bit slow footed. Like it takes that motor a little bit to start in the cold there, George. Like he ran over a five second uh, forty. I know we all knew that. You know what I mean? He's just not a speed bird. He's got great arm. Uh, sometimes the accuracy is in question, but I, that's why I don't think teams are going to be. I don't think people are like jumping for joy, going, "Oh, Dwayne Haskins is going to be the next, you know, amazing quarterback in this league." Like Kyler Murray, people think about that even with the height. Haskins is, I think, he's going to be okay. But you know what I mean? I don't. I don't think a team is going to move up and mortgage anything to pick Haskins in that spot. I think he will just fall to the Giants there. But you're right. The hi- history has told us teams make a lot of moves in the draft. They freak out. They hear reports. They panic. And uh, you know, uh, I just I, I. It's weird. I have mixed emotions about Dwayne Haskins. I really like his size. I think he's a tough kid. But you know, sometimes I worry about it. I worry about his accuracy a little bit. I, I agree with you. I said, I don't think he's the sixth overall best player. I don't. I don't think he's really all that close to that. Uh, but that's the way it goes in the NFL. Yeah, you can't win without a quarterback. Can the Giants really pass up two years and take a chance that, you know, he didn't take any of the guys last year. You didn't take Donald. You didn't take Rosen. You didn't take Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson. You know, you didn't have a chance for Mayfield. He went one. Uh, can you do it again? You're not going to get Kyler Murray because you're not going to trade up to one. Can you take a chance? Can you roll the dice that Haskins is there at six? And once again, you play, this is why the NFL draft is so much fun. Because first, the Giants have to sort of read the table here. All right, is anybody else going to trade in? You know, do we think uh, Washington's going to trade up? Denver, a surprise team's going to trade up? Yeah, if they don't think so, well, then they can uh, wait. But then they also also think, any chance the Raiders take Haskins? Yeah, we, we you and I think no. What about the Buccaneers? No. Do we believe Bruce Arians? Arians uh, says that's another thing. Tra- right? Yeah, yeah, he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna give Winston one. Like Winston's basically like that kid. You know, he he's amazing, George. He's so good at everything, but he's just a pain in the ass. You might say, it's kind of like Antonio Brown. After all, it's like he's got one more chance here. It's like okay, well. What's what's gonna happen? You play. You you better play your ass off, buddy, or you're done. Like he he's on a very 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 short leash. No, it actually wouldn't surprise me. We got breaking news too there, George. Um, exactly what we're talking about too. Just another report, but it seems impending free agent quarterback Nick Foles uh, right now is expected to sign with the Jaguars once free agency opens on the 13th. The Jaguars appear to be the sole team expressing interest in the free agent or working on the details of a contract that could come in below market value for starting quarterbacks, according to the latest report. So it looks like the Jaguars, it's not saying it's finalized, it's saying it looks very, very close to signing Foles. That's why I kind of believe Jacksonville wasn't going to be in it. Uh, Good news for the Giants and everybody else, I guess, then, right? (laughs) You don't have to, it's one less team if that happens when you're worried about moving up and trying to get in the draft order and doing all sorts of crazy things, right? And and mortgaging the future, giving up picks. So, very, very interesting stuff there. We knew that report from a while ago, but it seems like it's uh, close to happening. Yeah, the, everybody and their mother assumes he's going to Jacksonville. It makes sense. He's got D. Yeah. Filippo. He's got the coach there, Filippo. So uh, that will certainly help him with his transition. They have a need. They certainly can't go back to Blake Bortles. I mean, I'm, I'm not sold on Foles. As a Cowboy fan, I wasn't scared of him going to the Giants if that happened. I wasn't worried about that at all. So uh, I, I, think, I think that makes sense, which obviously would take Jacksonville out of the mix. They'll stay at seven and take their BPA. Uh, best player available there. So uh, that also takes somebody out for the Redskins because there was some talk once again that he yep. might go there, stay in the division. But uh, like I said, it, it's not surprising. We expected it. All right. So this is how it comes down to. And I, I'm, I'm going to love to see how this is going to play out. I, like I said, 
You know, if you're a Giants, you need to read the table in there. Will the Raiders do anything? We think no. We, do we trust Arians? Well, he said he believes in Winston, but I, I said everybody's lying. Doesn't mean he's lying about this. You know, there's uh, some truth in every lie. So maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. But uh, I kind of think, agree with you again, that Haskins doesn't go there. But could Taylor Bay trade out of five? Their team needs a lot of help. They need more than one player who's ever been yeah. on five. Could they trade down to Denver or Washington or Cincinnati or Miami? You know, that sort of thing. You know what, George? I'm with you. I, I actually, I like Nick Foles as a person. Played great in the Super Bowl. I almost think he's like a product of the system and timing. I don't think it's going to be good for Jacksonville. Agreed. Uh, I watched Nick Foles in college. I watched him play. I think he's okay. I think he's a low-end starter. And I don't think he'll help. I, I I think the upgrade from Blake Bortles will be minimal, and not enough for them to be make any type of move. I, I'd like to see what it's going to be interesting once this draft plays out and we get uh, some odds from the sports books and and everything like that. But I'll tell you one thing: I, I went on Jacksonville wins under last year, and I'll do the same again this year if it's a good number. I don't believe in that team. My last thought on this topic here, uh, and this is just just a, a fun thing. All right, Giants stay at six. Haskins is there at six. Any chance they just say, you know what, we're not taking a quarterback. Next year's draft class is so strong, we can get another year out of Eli, which anyone seems to believe. We can get another year out of Eli. Do you think there's any chance, if it all worked out for the Giants, that they still say, screw it, we're not taking Haskins? You know, dumb that. You know what? It's actually what I would do if I was the Giants. But after whatever with the fan base, no. The answer. I almost believe they're going to bow down to pressure and just take Haskins and say, you know what? This is what you guys wanted. Like, you know what I mean? I would actually, if I was them too. Like, who knows? You yeah, you could you could wait another year. You know what I mean? Like, who's to say that they say next year's quarterback right. class is going to be even better? You know what, George? If me and you were GMs and I wasn't sold on Haskins, I'm not just going to draft him because people are telling me to draft him. But I believe the Giants will. I think it's almost set in stone. If he's there at six, they're taking him. If you truly believe that, uh, you know, Eli, you can get another year at Eli. That Haskins is not, you know, the next great thing. Next year's draft class is strong in quarterback. It's much better. So maybe maybe they do wait another year, and they need defensive line help, and there will be a top defensive lineman there at six. No, you bring up good points. We'll see. They're gonna. Dra- I think they're gonna draft him. Uh, you know, I, I, that's what I believe. I think that there's pressure to do it, and I think they'll take Haskins if he's available. I'm Cam Stewart. That's George Kurtz. We're gonna talk uh, more picks, NFL topics of the day. Stay tuned. It's the weekend fantasy update, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Hey, Prince, Prince, no more CCR. Get, get, delete it from the, delete it from the base. <laughs> Love Renzi. Anything with a, anything with a twang. Hey, Yang, what the hell? The best was we played that Yes song coming in twice. He's like, what the? F-? <laughs> they, sorry, sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yang's like, yeah, yeah, he's panicking. I really don't care uh, about the two. I, I, I prefer, cl- I, you know, classic rock most of the time. I think Kurtz is the same way or, you know, some indie rock. Hey, whatever, whatever you want uh, there, uh, Prince. You're the boss. I'm Cam Stewart alongside George Kurtz. Weekend fantasy update, everybody. We're just talking uh, NFL, uh, George, and talking about Foles. The report, it looks like it's almost a done deal Foles to the Eagles, and uh, you got some Dallas Cowboy news, apparently, that's uh, right around the corner, just breaking? It's not really uh, breaking news, but apparently Cole Beasley <laughs> wants uh, he wants $20 million guaranteed in his next contract. See ya! Uh, <laughs> bye, bye, I, bye. I want $20 million guaranteed, too, Cam. Hey, Mike, Cardano, can I have $20 million guaranteed? Uh, neither one of us is getting it. Mind no. you, uh, that's a ridiculous contract demand by Cole Beasley, who's a, a nice slot receiver, but he does nothing after the catch. That's the thing. You're, 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 a, you're a possession receiver, dude. Like, you right. figure it out. I mean, he's not getting that. <laughs> no. That, that's I his like way of saying, I don't want to play for Dallas. You're Cole Beasley. Yeah, that, 
<laughs> that's his way of saying, I don't want to play for the Cowboys. Yeah, that, that's what he's saying, that, that he wants to move on there. Because he's not. I mean, he's not even, I don't think he's getting that from any team. I'm not sure he gets $10 million guaranteed. He's not that kind of receiver. No, he's not. But uh, hey, he can keep he can keep on dreaming there, George. That that's that's for sure. I don't think he's gonna. I, I don't think he's gonna get even close to that. But hey, it, it helps. You might as well, uh, you know, hope for it, wish for it. Doesn't mean it's gonna happen. But he's he's trying. Got to give him uh, give him marks for trying. Updated leaderboard: Wyndham Clark seven under, uh, Ryan Palmer six under through thirteen, one back. As we mentioned, fifty six year old VJ Singh six under. Interesting stuff at the Honda Classic here, George. I was just one week. I would just love my guys to win at 66 to 1. If I had a uh, honestly, I probably in my history of betting golf have had the second place golfer about, you know, I'm thinking about over 100 times. And that's the difference between winning like a couple hundred and a couple thousand. So it'd be nice if I can clip one of these uh, 66 to 1s one of these days, Kurt. So it would really make things easier with my woman too. Won't have to be, uh, when she asks for something, I'll, I'll, I'll be flush. You know, I won't have to shop at the dollar store. <laughs> hey, happy wife, happy life, right? Yeah, so you said it, uh, I, I understand. I, I get it. Listen, my wife just got home from uh, work a little while ago. I had to go take my daughter to soccer, so she's knocked out. I won't see her till tonight. If uh, during the snowstorm, that's when my wife might be awake next. So because uh, we're getting four to eight inches. I don't know if I bitched about this enough yet. We're getting four to eight inches of snow here today. Yep. So uh, I'm gonna keep complaining. That's a lot of snow, buddy. I hate snow. That's eh, a lot of snow. It's an average amount, but uh, after getting the what we got four inches yesterday, I had to go shovel that, and at least four to eight, I can make an excuse to bring out the uh, snowblower. So yeah, exactly. We'll have some fun there tomorrow. With you know, at three least for you, George. Be happy blower. you don't live in Buffalo because they get pummeled by snow. Cheek to Waka Lackawanna. Oh my God, it's the snow belt. Oh God, more insurance fires in snow. Every time I look like Buffalo, you think you think you got a bag in New York, or I have it in Toronto. Trust me, the people of Buffalo, they get rocked. Well, they don't measure it in inches. They measure it in feet. Feet. Right, that, 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 that's, that's nuts. All right, well, you got to worry about, oh, well, I guess, you know, they laugh eight inches. They just laugh at you. Oh, we got two and a half feet. Oh, okay. Well, better you than me. I mean, good luck. You see pictures of their houses where they have to get out from the roof? Oh, I know. Because that's, that's nuts. They had a they had a story where they basically there's this guy it was crazy they had a picture so it was a sheet of ice on the guy's house and his car was there the ice the sheet of ice came off it was like the size of like I can't, like a truck it smashed his vehicle like like it turned it into an accordion like from the house ice bam <laughs> bye bye car <laughs> better get Geico <laughs> like he like I'm just like it was done like I, like it didn't just damage the car like the car was an accordion that's how much like snow and ice like that, that pelted up there but yeah I, I feel sorry for those guys it's funny everyone's like hey oh canada you know you guys get a lot of snow no we don't we get we get snow george gets snow buffalo's in the snow belt they get tons and tons and tons of snow they get pelted they get rocked it's nothing like uh we're, we're okay compared to them so no worries did you see this uh combine time there george i know we talk about the combine and pads but Mississippi State defensive end. I watch a lot of college football. Montez Sweat. This guy, he weighs 262 pounds. He officially ran a 40-yard dash in 4.41 seconds. Fastest time posted by a defensive lineman in combine history. That's pretty impressive. That's nuts. That's nuts. Think about that. Most running backs, most running backs didn't have that time. Like that, I that, think the fastest that running back time, let me think off the top of my head. Was it that Henderson kid? Let me see. Uh, combine fastest time. I think it was 4.37. Uh, from a running back, and he was 4.41. You know, you think about it. Back when I was uh, younger, well, when I said not much younger, I could run the four. I did the 40 in about 4.3, 4.4. My brother actually did it, and he was crazy, 4.1. He was psychotically fast. Uh, once again, he weighs 100 pounds. My brother's the kind of guy in football, if you could tackle him, you'd kill him. But he's also the kind of guy that could, you know, go zoom, stop on a dime, and go zoom the other way. He would break your ankle. It was just, uh, pissed me off. Um, and the fact that these guys could catch me, and I know I was fast, scares the crap out of me. I mean, it lets you know why they're professional athletes. Because, you know, they're 125 pounds heavier than I was back then, and yet they're, they can run like this. They can catch anybody. Granted, it's a 40-yard dash. You give them 100 yards, they're going to die. But, you know, you, you get my point there. It, it's amazing what these guys can do. It's why they're professional athletes, because they're, they're freaks. And I say that in a, in a nice way. I don't see that to be mean. They're freaks. And most professional athletes are, especially football players. They're, I mean, a man who is an, an offensive lineman who is 6'5", 300 pounds, should not be able to run a 4840. Oh, right? that, that's nuts. <laughs> that's just nuts. But that, that, once again, that's a reason why they are where they are. I mean, they're, they're, they're just freaks. They're genetic freaks. So, 
So this kid, Justin Hill from Oklahoma State, he ran the 40 in 4.4. And this guy is 260 pounds. He ran it in 4.41. So basically the same, the, the same speed as, like, one of the fastest guys. So it's kind of funny, too. Justice Hill, who's one of the fastest players, went to Oklahoma State. You know who else went to Oklahoma State who's the fastest player probably in the NFL, George? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Another Oklahoma State Cowboy. Justice Hill, Tyreek Hill. Both uh, very, very fast. Interesting. Oklahoma Oklahoma State's weird. They're one of those schools, like, they're decent, but they always have, like, a burner on their team. Like, just, like, one track guy that can, like, kick ass totally. Like, it's pretty crazy that Tyreek Hill went there, and th- this kid's uh, numbers are pretty good. But a defensive player at a 4.41 over 260 pounds, that's insanity. Like, that's pretty good. This guy was going to go high anyway, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty impressive stuff. I'm really interesting to see, like, when I'm looking at this draft, don't you know, what are the Bengals going to do, George? <laughs> like, are they going to, like, I just can't believe this organization. Like, they seem like they were getting close, and then, like, what a train wreck. Like, it's got to be, you think being fans of, like, our team, like, you're Dallas. You got to see wins. I got to see a Super Bowl. I'm really lucky. Like, wow. I know Bills fans complain. Like, they've had some bad stuff, but being a Bengals fan blows, too. Like, especially recently, like, they get close, and then, then they fall right back to the the bottomless swamp. Well, that's why being a Bengals fan may be worse. Bills has been bad, yeah. right? Yeah. Bad. Yeah. The Bengals have teased you, right? They've teased that's you. The thing. Yeah. You know, and then the, I think you put it perfectly. I mean, I guess an analogy I, I might use, like going to a strip club. You know, you get down to the bra and panties, but that's as far as you get. You know, you're being teased. Teased. That's it. It's yeah. done. You know, so, uh, yeah, I think uh, Bills, ha- oh, Bills, Bengals have teased people. This they have the 11th pick. It's a different regime, but everything we hear is that they're going to stick with Dalton, that they're not going to go quarterback, that they're going to go BPA, you know, which is likely to be a defensive player. And they need that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, this is a very heavy defensive line draft, defensive end pass rushers. So maybe that's where they go. They grab a pass rusher there. And listen. Uh, like I say, every team needs quarterbacks. Every team needs a pass rusher as well. So as the, the the values there, I don't blame them. But you know, if there's a top quarterback there at 11, you you got to think about it. Andy Dalton, I was gonna say he's not gonna play forever, but it doesn't matter. He's not very good anyway. He's really an average NFL quarterback. So if you can do better, you have to think about it. But. They're another team. I think they know they're going to – I don't want to say bottom out this year. I don't think they're going to win two games. But they're going to be a bad team next year. I think This is another thing when we think about this quarterback uh, frenzy that's going on here, when you see how it's going to play out. I think some teams are playing for next year's quarterback draft, where there's many more. But it's sort of like last year. We had four going to go in the top ten. I think it's going to be very similar next year. There's more quarterbacks out there, and I think they're playing for that. I think they like that quarterback class much more than they like this one. No, I think you're right. What did you What did you make of uh, Nick Bosa? Cardinals uh, passing on me would be a very, very big mistake, and I'm starting to think they might actually pass on him. Uh, I know this isn't the be all and end all as well. He's got great hands, but also uh, the number one pick, four point eight four forty yard dash. Man, it's pretty pedestrian. Like I, we've seen what we need to see though. Nick Bosa shows up in big games. Ohio State, great program, great, great pedigree, amazing, amazing burst, but. I just got a feeling this guy, like I just saw the odds posted at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I might take Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray at plus 160 instead of Bosa at uh, even money. I, I, I don't think he's going first. When was the last time, I'm, I'm trying to think about this while you were asking, when was the last time a quarterback didn't go first? When was the last time a quarterback didn't go first? First overall yeah, pick? Well, when was the last time? Uh, I don't know, a fan. I, I honestly don't yeah. know. No, that's a great question. Uh, uh, NFL drafts. Like, uh, I, have to, I have to go keep looking at drafts here. And I also, uh, this question I asked Joe Galina. When was the last time that a quarterback did go first, which is most drafts, where that quarterback was the actual best player in the draft? Yeah, you know, he, wasn't, he wasn't taking first because he was a quarterback, but because he was the best player. I think the answer to that one is Andrew Locke. Oh. So Miles Garrett, remember Miles Garrett in Cleveland? Miles Garrett, ba- how that yeah, work out? Yeah, yeah, it went so it He's went okay. Baker Mayfield. It went Baker Mayfield. Uh, yeah, and then before that, so it was Baker Mayfield, then Miles Garrett, Jared Goff, Jameis Winston, and before that, it was uh, J- Jadavian Clowney from Houston, Eric Fisher, our offensive lineman. Then then it went all quarterbacks: Andrew Luck, Cam Newton, Sam Bradford, Matthew Stafford. 
Yeah, there. So they're, they're boom, all their own. Then Jake Long and then Jamarcus Russell. Remember the Raiders drafted Jamarcus Russell back Ooh. then, too. Ooh. Wow. That's great. Yeah, Jamarcus Ooh. Russell, uh, 2000, 2007. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> Raiders and first round quarter. You, know, you, you never know, George. I don't know, man. That's just. Uh, Bosa hasn't really. It's the combine, but I, I don't know. There's just. I, I don't know, man. It's just so weird to me. I just don't see him. Going to Arizona, I, I see something happening. I can't wait for the draft, man. I'm so jacked. Crazy things are going to happen. There are going to be so many trades moving. I hope it happens like right off the bat, too, all the moving and shaking, and then boom, like right into it, because I have a feeling there's going to be fireworks right out of the gate. You know, I asked this question, and it's more rhetorical. Would Nick Bosa be considered the, for, for a first-round pick if his last name wasn't Bosa? Mm-hmm. You know, if his I brother still, yeah, wasn't so he, good for the Chargers? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Players with the pedigree always get pushed up. They always get pushed up. They do. They do. He's had a great career, though. You know what I mean? Like, he'd definitely be, like, a top three or four pick. I'm not sure, like, number one. Like, uh, that's the thing. Like, the Cardinals need so much help. They just, uh, they, there's no guarantee they say, hey, we're gonna, we just got to pick Bosa. They, they need everything. You know what I mean? They could they could go anywhere. There's no guarantees that he's going to go there, but I don't know. I think Nick Bosa. I I think he's a game changer. I think he's that good. But um, Kyler, yeah, the, the the Cliff Kingsbury Kyler Murray stuff to me is just too strong. I I, I and I th- I think I think they're getting pressure from the fan base too. You you that's the problem. You want to make a splash. Bosa, you're like, yeah, it's okay. Murray, ooh, you know, you know what I mean. Yep, when, you yep, draft that, yep. when you draft that quarterback, whatever, and that's the thing, you can't believe the hype. Sometimes you just got to stay the course. But I find a lot of the time, now in today's world, you almost want like the more popular hype pick than than just going for the best. Like it's weird. That's the world that we live in right now. Yeah, well, once again, what's more important, winning or selling tickets, putting fans in the seats, making money? Murray will make you money immediately. Because you're going to have more fans. You're going exactly. to sell more tickets. You know, he, he will. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And no, I don't think there's any doubt about that. For me, you know, it comes down, down to what you and I have both said on the show. If you tr- I don't care that you drafted Rosen last year. That's last year's last year. If you truly believe that Murray is, I, guess, I don't want to say a whole fan, but he's going to be your franchise quarterback. He's going to be the next Russell Wilson. I compare him to Wilson because they're both about the same height. I think Wilson's six foot, so he's two inches taller. But uh, in the same height class, then you take Murray. You just if you truly believe that all right, he's our franchise quarterback. Yeah, he's there. He's going to be better than Rosen. We know this. Then I don't think you have a choice here. You have to take Murray. You just have to because he's going to make your team better. I mean, quarterback in some ways is a, a dartboard throw. You know, it's an educated dartboard throw, but it's a dartboard throw. You just name quarterback a whole bunch of them that you name failed. Bradford failed. You know, Jarvis Russell certainly failed. Epic fail. You know, there's other quarterbacks that have been drafted. Ryan Leaf. You know, who failed. I, uh, Rick no, the thing is, failed. There's there's less fails now though. That the thing about it back then was there was a lot more fails. Like when 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 Rick Meyer came out, he was the NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Then he failed. Uh, he Schuler failed. Like now, you look at even the quarterbacks. Take a look at the take a look at the class last year. I know it's only one year, but Mayfield was good. Allen surprised us. He was shockingly a better runner than Athletic. we thought when he was My at Wyoming God. for Buffalo. Yes. Sam Darnold, good quarterback. When they shut him down, he came back. He looked good. Out of all those guys, there was almost like a can't-miss guy. And Rosen, I really don't think it's fair because he played for the Cardinals. We, that's not a fair assessment of what's going on here. He had a lot of things working against him. So, But back in the day, George, like you know what I mean? We talked about it. It would be like success, fail, 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 success. Now it's more success with the odd failure in between there. There's very few bus quarterbacks and take a look. Even the guys we talk about now, Jameis Winston and Mariota, guys that were kind of uh, you know, not sure on whatever, are still starting quarterback. Not bus, not great, but they're guys, you know what I mean? Serviceable NFL quarterbacks. Back in the day, like they there wasn't it wasn't serviceable. You were brutal. Like you were out the door. Look at Seattle, Dan McGuire, the tallest quarterback ever, brother of Mark McGuire. He was a train wreck. Like there was guys who got dra- first round draft picks. Gone. Achilles Smith. Tim Couch. Tim Couch. Yeah, all those yeah, guys. That, that, like, that didn't work out too well for Cleveland. Don't you agree, though? Like, take a look at the... They used to get quarterbacks wrong a lot. Something has happened over the last few years where they're actually evaluating quarterbacks at a much better rate. You know? Like, it's just, you it seems, why. I don't understand. I, I don't have the numbers. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. But would you not say there's less bus? 
over the recent yes. years of the guys they've yes. had. Think about it. Yes. Way less about guys in the third, fourth round. I'm no, talking I'm talking about really first happy. round picks. First yeah, round first picks round still picks. in the league. Still in the league. Sure, maybe not all great, but like, it's totally, totally, totally more, you know what I mean? It's way successful it seems- in the last little while in, in compared to the last uh, like decade. It seems like you know? the bus would be now the, the quarterbacks where teams have traded back into the first round to grab. Lynch, you know, because he went early. Because uh, Correct. Great point. About Dallas. Great Hackenberg. point. Yep. Exactly. Uh, the guys who teams have taken big time chances. Where maybe they, you know, you should have known better. There's a reason why he was great as a third round player. And you traded up, you know, a round and a half to get him. Once that's quarterback though, teams take chances on quarterbacks. Uh, it's, it, it's it's fun, but I do wonder why. Why all of a sudden have we gotten better? We're not talking thirty years ago where okay, we didn't have enough scouts, enough film. Nowadays, in the past ten years, we've had plenty of film. Why have things gotten so much better all of a sudden? Once again, it's rhetorical. I just wonder why. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. Like, I, I just, I just find maybe guys are just, they're, they're, it's just the way they're breaking down film. They're, they're a hell of a lot smarter. Like back in the day, these can't miss guys were miss guys. Ryan Leaf was a can't miss player. He, he missed. Rick Meyer was a can't miss guy. He missed. Drew Bledsoe, first round draft pick. He had a good career, but like it was just weird. Like a lot of, a lot of those guys, those first rounders, absolutely stunk. Now it's, it's a totally different game. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's man, well, I don't know. It's just time. Guys are evaluating talent better. It's just they're, they're doing their damn job. I'm Cam Stewart, along with Long Island Rage George Kurtz. We'll go through our best picks of the day, a DFS hockey lineup, and a whole lot more. Stick around, everybody. Picks coming up next. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Oh, I didn't know what the hell was going on there. Thanks, Prince. Little, uh, what is it? Okay. What do you call that? Eight bit, I think, or whatever it is. Super Mario, isn't it? I right? Hey, Prince, is that Super Mario? Or Pac-Man? I hate I don't video know. games. I'm a stooge. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, like I'm not a video game guy. Like I used to have a Vic 20, and we used to use cartridges, and they they, they blow up like smoke coming out of the machine. I don't. Really, I'm not a real video game guy. I play a little Arkanoid and stuff like that. You know, Galaga, but. No, I'm not into oh, Galaga. Just, I liked. Gal- Galaga was pretty cool. Like I like that game. But I like Galaga. These new too. games, man, where you got to hit. The, yeah, it's it's a very. I like the old school stuff, Prince. But the, these new games where you got to hit button like A A D D. Like, are you kidding me, man? Like, I got enough problems like reading the mail. <laughs> how the hell? How the hell am I gonna hit all these buttons to like kill things? Like, to be a good video game guy, you need a lot of time. Like, you know what I mean? Where you sit on your couch like smoking a spliff and like it, it, it takes time, George. We just don't seem to have it. You have a family and I'm gambling and doing other things. You know, helping out the folks. Like, I just don't have the time to sit on a couch and just uh, stare at a screen and hit buttons all day. We're betting. Part of my biggest fear, as far as games are concerned, is that I would get addicted. Yeah, you know, that I'd want, I'd want to play them all the time. And it's a rational fear because I've never been addicted before to them. But I, I do worry about that. And all of a sudden, my time, my family suffers, my work suffers, and everything suffers because I'm playing. Uh, True. You know, all these shoot 'em up games and stuff like that, which I probably would like. But uh, so that's why I. Uh, it's another reason why I haven't done it. My kids have the Wii. You know the whatever, and they're always they're playing always just dance and you know and all this other crap. <laughs> they, uh, Roblox. <laughs> and my do- my my youngest daughter is big at the Roblox. And f- What's Roblox? Stuff like that. I have no what idea. Is that? Oh, no clue. None. <laughs> Nil, no. It's it's safe for kids. I know that's very popular. And she's always playing it with her cousin, who's one year younger. So, uh, you know, it's whatever. It keeps them occupied. You know, it's different, Cam. Kids don't go outside that much anymore. I had like, no. push them to go outside now. We used to play street hockey, and we wouldn't yes. leave until we played every team in the NHL. We're like, okay, we went through the Adams division, your Whalers, Nordics. Okay. Da-da-da-da. And then, like, parents, like, dinner. Come on, dinner, buddy. No, no, we got to go do it. Like, it was crazy. They used to snap, you know, like, hey, if you don't get home, like the street lights are off here. Like we don't want to heat up. Dead. It's time to go home. Like we literally played hockey from morning to noon and night. And then the other season, we go down and play football morning, noon and night. You're right. Like I'm, I'm actually happy when I see kids in my complex playing like hoops and hockey. I like give them the old thumbs up. Like good work, kids. And, and you never see see anybody outside playing anymore. 
Nope. Yeah, you know, you know, and back then we were playing in front in the street in front of the house. I had my neighbors, older neighbors, would come out and play yeah. with, us, with, with us as well. And yeah. I'm the same person now. If my if I had kids playing outside, I'd go out and play. You know, you need, need a quarterback. I'll throw a ball around. Come on, let's go. But nobody, nobody play. I never see kids playing outside. It's rare. It is rare yeah. that uh, no, you see it's kids very outside. Rare. Very. It's, it's rare. funny. Hey, yeah, no, I, I don't understand it. It's just, it's just, it's just weird. Like, what, are they are they scared or they're more like are the strangers more dangerous? The video games, just, video games. Yeah. What's all they want to do? Play their video games over and over and over again. By the way, it's, Brett Gardner. It's actually, you know what though? It's not good for business. It's not good for business. Want to know why? Because I'll tell you, I work with a lot. When I worked with millennials, you know what the problem is? Social stuff. They don't know how to go and have a beer and a conversation and talking over some wings and stuff like that. It's all, eh. you know what they I have mean? Skills. Like, that's the thing. Like, you might be great at this. You can put a resume together, but you can't talk to anybody. That's that's a big problem. Like, you're not having conversations with people. That's not cool. Brett Gardner just hit his second home run of the game here for the Yankees. Wow, yeah. You got Brett Gardner and DFS versus the Blue Jays today? <laughs> you're, it's, I guess yeah. it's the Tigers, actually, but you're, you're doing good. You're doing good. Well, well, maybe maybe see here. have a split squad game here. But oh, the Gardner's hit two home runs today, and Aaron Judge has also hit a home run for the Yankees. So uh, if you stock the Yankees today, you're probably doing well. Hey, George, I was saying like a real cheap DFS play for $3,200. Uh, take a look at McGinn for uh, Florida. The guy's got four points in his last three games. He's 3200 bucks. That's a steal. They're, they're playing Ottawa, all right? You are in the lineup. In the lineup. It's, it's automatic. They're playing Ottawa. You, know, you and I were discussing during the break of a goaltender to play tonight. Luongo is certainly an option. You know, Grubauer is an option. Uh, Luongo is the kind of guy I, I like because that's a win. That's a W, right? I mean, they're not losing to Ottawa. They're just not. Who's that guy out. that they played yesterday? He had some crazy last name. Um, oh, uh, Mon- Mon- Montembeau. Samuel Montembeau. Yeah, here he is. Yeah, yeah. Montembeau. Montembeau. I, Sam Montembeau. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right. So it's like you are a Montalban. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's, there's, hey, Corinthian leather. Yeah, like Chrysler LeBaron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, boss, the play. Yeah, Sam Montembeau. Yeah, who is this guy? Wow, he looks young. He looks like a kid. Yeah, he's a kid. Uh, Reimer's away. He's out for a week uh, with an injury. Yeah, Reimer's out. Yeah, 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 Reimer's So who's this kid? He, uh, well, he, 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 389 goal. It wasn't great. I gave up four goals. It's just a kid. Nah. I won't be playing him in DF. Thank God. It's, so it's Luongo, so Luongo's starting. If this kid played last light, night, Luongo's in for fun for Florida. That's a lock. He's got to be confirmed. I was surprised Luongo didn't play both. And last night was uh, yeah. really shocking. They're, they're behind Carolina. They're playing Carolina. I know. You lose in overtime, right? Didn't they lose in overtime? Like, those are points yes, you need. That's stupid. How do you, See, that, that's how another do you thing. Like, that's the thing. When I looked at it, like, today Kawhi Leonard is out for the Raptors. Rest. You're playing the Detroit Pistons. I get it. The big picture, win in the playoffs, all the other time. You're the friggin' Florida Panthers up against Carolina. You need the points in the game. And no offense to Montembeau. He seems like a nice kid and all. But that that can't happen. I, I, like, I, I'm with you, George. I think that's actually, you're doing a disservice to the organization there. Luongo, I, I get it. You're older. What, you can't play a back-to-back game? Come on. Give me a break. But even even if you can't play a back-to-back game, which I understand, uh, he is older. Uh, how do you but, not start Luongo against the team A you're trying to catch and the better team, and you're playing Ottawa today? I could play goal against Ottawa and probably beat them. That's doesn't yeah, make any sense. Like, are you not trying to make the playoffs? That's the first thing I thought of. Do you not care? And you once again, are you sort of all right? Worried about next season, or is this just bad coaching, or what's going on here? Because this doesn't make sense in any way. In any way, shape, or form, this, this didn't make sense how they went about this. You're absolutely correct. So you start a kid against Carolina in a game that you actually come back in. The kid led in the first two two shots of the game. It was 2 nothing before the game even started. They came back and grinded. It was 2-2. They tie it up. They lose in overtime. They just get a point. You don't think Luongo is there? They might win that game? Yeah? And then you put this kid up against Ottawa? It doesn't matter. Me and you could play that. Yeah, absolutely correct, George. Like, that makes... Uh, who, who, what, like, a, like a monkey could have made that. What are they doing? That makes no sense to me. That's actually really stupid. Like, really dumb. I don't get it. I said, I, I didn't get I it last either. night. I, I was shocked. I mean, literally, I was shocked. And I said, what? The first thing I thought of was, oh, Luongo's hurt, too. You know, so, but then I'm, I looked all over the place. There's nothing on Luongo. 
You know, as far as we know, he's fine. He should have played. So I don't know what was going on last night. I don't know. A gut feel by the head coach? I don't, I don't know. But it, it made no sense. This is not a – Montembeau, he's not a top prospect. We're not talking about somebody, oh, well, this is uh, you know, Hamrick Lundquist and waiting here. You know, that's not what was going on here. I understand Luongo didn't play all that great. In his last start, he had five goals, but they gave five goals and 46 shots to the Golden Knights. It's a good team. Either way, you start your better goaltender against the better team and against the worst team in the NHL. If you feel that you needs a rest, that's where you go at Montembeau. I mean, it's, it's an easy choice for me. The only thing I can think of is there was an undisclosed injury that they never, they never told us about and that he needed another day. Yeah, but they didn't say that, so <laughs> you know, I'm not buying it. I just, I just think it's stupid. But hey, I'm not you, buying you know, it either. They, they, they got a point. They got a point out of the deal, so you know what I mean. So what? what needed two though. That, so, it's a team you're yeah. catching. You needed it. You needed two. One didn't, didn't do you any help there. Oh, it's true, George. Absolutely true. Uh, college basketball games going off at uh, two o'clock. Wichita State and SMU. Uh, Going to pass on that game. SMU minus three and a half. Uh, over under one forty one and a half. Kind of lean MSU, but SMU, but not huge. Uh, like Marquette. Marquette minus seven against Creighton. I like them to win the game. Not sure if they're going to cover. Maybe a parlay. The money line is minus three twenty right now. That's interesting. Michigan. Uh, Michigan's got a game coming up against Maryland. Michigan and Maryland. Good game there at 345, uh, Maryland plus one. I'm actually going to take – I'm going against Marenzi's team there. I'm going to take a, a shot with Maryland. Not a very popular play. It looks like a lot of people are on Michigan right now. Getting one point total, 130 and a half. That's the college board right there. There's some other stuff at night. And, George, I think we are locking in the Islanders. That's up next at 305. The line is uh, – bouncing between minus 150 and 60 total six in that game and the game that we're eyeing the four o'clocks we kind of like Colorado minus 135 at Anaheim I think we're in on and we're going to put the Knights you still like the Knights even though they're minus 270 against Vancouver we're probably going to put them in some uh, parlays if you don't want to lay that juice that very thick that's a that's a lot of juice to drink it is and that might shy me away from it I'm still debating on that one I'm definitely doing Colorado you know, I got 140 of the site I'm looking at here, so I'll go to yours. Uh, Florida is minus 285 tonight, but uh, it's against Ottawa. I think I'm betting against Ottawa every game. I know I'll buy, I'll buy it eventually, but uh, I can't. I just can't. Just, just can't. I have to, I have Especially to on the road. At home, they might win a game against a crap team. But then again, George, to your point, they even lost to the Oilers at home. And then the, then the it, Oilers it, beat Columbus. Maybe the Oilers are on to something. Maybe the Oilers are hot. They're hot, whatever it is. And uh, like I said, the, the 10 o'clock game tonight is the game I'm going to look at, San Jose. But that will depend all upon how the rest of the day goes here and how my overall week is going here. Uh, odds are, unless, I think, like I said, unless I go 0 for 3 today, I'm not going to have to pay, and I'll have a nice profit tonight. So unless I go uh, 0 for 3, uh, I'm probably going to bet small on the game tonight. But if I win all three, well, then I could have a little bit more fun tonight. Exactly. No, I'm with you. I'm just, uh, sorry, George. Looking at the horses right now. I don't want to get you involved in horse racing. I wouldn't want to do it. You got enough. You got enough. Yeah. You got enough on your plate with the kids. Don't need you hanging out at the track. That's get that's dangerous. But nice, nice car to golf stream today. I'm just taking a look. Uh, wow. Uh, oh yeah, that's a good. Uh, I'm just looking at the jockeys here. Oh yeah. Give to UK cats, guys. There's a there's a horse race. Oh yeah, I, I'm I, I'm a the six horse race go, race five at Gulfstream. I ride Ortiz three to one. I like that a lot. But a, little, a little twenty dollar win place. Now let's party. Uh, I'm all over it, George. I love horse racing. I can't I can't help it. It's just one of the one of those things. While we we're doing the show, I just better race blindly, and I just won uh, thirty seven dollars. Good start to the day. That is a good start to the day. Always makes you feel good, right? Like, yesterday, it's funny how this works, right? Yesterday was miserable because after the show, you know, I had to go shovel. And I, listen, I, I didn't go shovel right away. I was watching a little bit of the uh, that Edmonton-Columbus game. Then it was 3 nothing. I was, uh, you know, I went outside all pissed off. You know, and I, yeah, I'm losing too. money already, and I got to go shovel snow now. And it's just a bad start to my day. And, uh, and like I said, it got better at night. It's one of those where, where it was reversed. Bad during the day, good at night, ended up being positive for the day. But there have been nights, Cam. I, I, I'm a when you're like this too, uh, well, I either have a if, depending on how well a day or well uh, I'm having in DFS or my fantasy leagues or betting. I could be, I might be up late. Hey, wow, great night. Won everything. Yankees won. I won, you know, 200 bucks. Everything went well, and you, you're pumped. And I'm up till two, three in the morning. And there are other days. It's just crap. Nothing's going my way. I've lost everything. You know, lost betting. Yep. My fantasy team suck. I'm in bed by nine because I just had it. I need a new day. Smart. 
I usually don't do that, though, George, because I'm d- dumber than you. I usually go stew, and then there's another game on the board. Probably won't even like it that much and pound it and lose. <laughs> now, there are days, though, where I, I'm not feeling then, it. Then it'll be a really bad day. Then I go to bed sleeping and stare at the wall and go, why the hell did I do that? I didn't even like the game. That's more my speed, but I'm getting better. As I'm getting older, I'm getting a little bit smarter. I'm not going to say a lot, just a little bit smarter. I try not to do those dumb things as much. Yeah, there are days where uh, you know if I don't feel it, then I don't I don't go. I just don't bet if I don't if I'm not feeling it. You know, like the Island game today, I I, I just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it one way or the other. So uh, I'll pass. There's some it was some nights like last night for our time there. I'm like I'm not feeling anything. And then it's it's funny after the Columbus loss, I started to feel things. You know, Toronto. I, I knew I was betting Toronto last night mainly because uh, I just thought they'd respond after the Islanders wiped them out. Uh, Buffalo played the night before, so I thought everything was pointing towards Toronto. So uh, I was taking them no matter what. But uh, I actually went a game or two further. Like I said, it worked out well. But uh, if I don't feel it, you know, I, I, I try not to push it. You know, it's not, I'm not, you know, there's nothing, I don't look for games. There's nothing I want to circle right away. Then I just stay away. Yeah. You know, I'll be okay watching. I was watching movies. I'm watching Delta Force last night, the old Chuck Norris flick. And I'm nice. a happy guy. Hey, George, I got the hockey lineup together. I'll share it with everybody. I think we're on the same uh, same kind of wave of thinking. Guys, if you need a bargain guy and you want to put a DFS lineup together, Jamie McGinn, I think, is the must-steal. George is playing him, too, in a couple lineups for Florida against Ottawa, $3,200. But first, the big stack, we're going with McKinnon of Colorado. We both like Colorado to win today. He's my center, 7700 Also, another Florida Panther going with uh, Vincent Trocek. Uh, pretty reasonable price at $5,000 and a really good matchup. I also love the shots on goal. Uh, last uh, three games, uh, George, he's got 15 shots on goal, seven against Arizona, four is last. So Trocek starting to shoot the puck a lot more. That's good news. Landis Gog, I'm going to pair him up with uh, with McKinnon for Colorado. He's $7,300, a must play, four points in his last couple games. We are both on Colorado. Mark Stone for Vegas, $7,000. They're in another cake matchup against Vancouver. Stone's just rock solid. Nine DK points against Chicago. Very, very solid. Put him in your lineup, $7,000. So we're spending a bit. Alex Tuck, though, of uh, Vegas is a bit cheaper on the wing. He's only $4,900. I think he's in a very good spot, too, against Anaheim. A point in his last game, five and a half DK points. That'll do. And now saving at the blue line, Ian Cole for Colorado is $3,200. Uh, more of a block shots type of guy, but once in a while, he'll get you some points. Uh, four points in his last game. I had to go cheap. Colin Miller of Vegas is my other defenseman at uh, $4,100. He's doing a lot of good things. Seven shots on goal versus Florida. Five against Colorado four against Dallas, so he's really teeing it up for Vegas. Uh, Grubauer for Colorado, my goaltender, and Jamie McGinn, as we mentioned, utility, George, because it's uh, a great day today. 200-year change after you uh, plow some snow, you can go to BJ's and buy me some meats. And toilet paper. <laughs> 200 uh, your change. No, I think I'll be plowing a stowing shovel tomorrow. I think it's an overnight <laughs> thing here for us. But uh, I hate shoveling, God. I know I complain about leaves all the time. I guess shoveling yeah. is better. At least shoveling, I don't have to bag the damn snow. I just got to push it to the side. Where uh, leaves, you got to pick it up and bag it, which is certainly no fun and aggravates the life out of me here. Uh, and that's it's okay. I'll, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. By the way, uh, Rangers have scored. They've tied the game against the Capitals. Yeah, Pablo see, Bush we didn't jump on that one, George. I'm a, I'm a compulsive guy, but that game kind of scared me a bit. I'm like, eh, Washington, that line seems a little low. Didn't I think you and I were scared because of last game. You know, it's working out, mind you, because I was thinking we should have bet Washington, but it's working out yeah. for us because it looks like it's going to be a close game here. But what are your best bets, Bort? George, what are your what are you playing today? What do you what do you, what do you, what's on what's on what's the, on the George Kurtz card for everybody today? Colorado. I mean, I'm going Colorado. Anaheim just can't score, and they're, they're done. They're just not playing very well. Avalanche need the game. Once again, they're, they're battling for a, uh, a playoff spot here. They need this game. They can't take this game off. They just can't. Colorado right now is in. They're not in a playoff spot. You know, believe it or not, the Arizona Coyotes are ahead of them. They have 69 points. Colorado has 68. Minnesota is in the playoffs, but they have 70. So they, they, all these games mean everything. So I think, I think Colorado takes care of business today. I like the Avalanche here. I mentioned uh, Florida. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay the juice, man. Minus two eighty five. I'm gonna pay it. For, they're not losing to Ottawa. They just can't. No, and I'm depending on how Florida, my night goes, parlay them with parlay? San Jose. Parlay with San Jose. Uh, and like San Jose, I'll be betting them if, depending on how the rest of my day goes. You know, if I'm uh, if I'm plus money, then I'd like to put something on the game tonight. I like your theory here of the first period, the over, and uh, yep. the Sharks I'm all three. I think. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I like. I love them. I think they. Uh, I think they win tonight pretty easily. 
I'm taking the Islanders, minus 155. Colorado, minus 130. With George, Nashville, Predators, minus 140. Winnipeg is a dog, plus 110. Smaller play. San Jose to the over. San Jose over one and a half goals first period. San Jose, Florida, money line parlay. Maryland plus one in college basketball. Lean to Houston in the NBA. I'm Cam Stewart. That's George Kurtz. This is the Weekend Fantasy Update. Good luck, everybody. Let's hit some winners. Have a good one, George.